Hello and welcome to the Honesty Podcast. We're your hosts, Stacy, Poonam, and Mia. It's time to leave those preconceptions at the door. Without further ado, let's spill some piping hot tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Um, I've just been informed that this episode is not going to be about what I thought it was going to be, and. Uh, and I've also been told that I have to intro it. So um, this episode is going to be Poonam's interview and you're listening to Poonam's voice. So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how to proceed from here. I'm going to hand it over to the others because I have absolutely no idea what's going on. Um, this is going to be like a, a deep dive into you. Hopefully not like a traumatic therapy one like <laughs> we've done in a lot of episodes. More <laughs> of like a let's get to know her a bit better kind of scenario. I see. I see. Very exciting um yeah go so for we'll, it. We'll, we'll kick things off with a bit of backstory I've split your life into kind of three main formative points I think <laughs> so we've got the school years we've got the university years and then we've got the adult years mm. give us like a bit of a run through of the vibe of Poonam in those different periods of so you school uni and adult years that yeah <sighs> where to start um school poonam what was she she was um very very head in the game with education um very up for a laugh i think i think i laughed a lot during school so that was good um handling <laughs> what was i doing during school what I had braces. I had bangs at one point. It didn't go well. I, I immediately started growing it out. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I like got it cut on the the year six, the summer of year six, um, as my like regenerative moment before going to <laughs> a brand new secondary school. Because um, what happened is, I went to school. I went to a school in uh, South Birmingham that was really really nice and made loads of friends there um but i'd entered that school as an outcast but not an out- i want to say like an outsider because everyone from that school had moved up from the infant school that was adjoining it and uh-huh. i had moved from a completely separate school so i was like completely new and i remember when i joined the friendship group that i ended up being in throughout that my time there um i like <laughs> this is how i remember it <laughs> probably was completely different but I think I resolved some like friendship conflict and then they in turn let me be their friend and I was like oh sick you're like um, a mediator yeah I was a mediator so then I had like a friendship group but then when we reached year six I did the 11 plus test and did I just say 11 plus um and then I got into grammar school but all of my friends or most all of my friends went to like the same um god is do you call it do you call it comprehensive i actually don't know how to yeah call school. Comprehensive. comprehensive school um they went to the same school and i went to a different one um so i was like billy no mate so yeah my summer of year six i got fringed and cut my hair really short <laughs> that was your reaction <laughs> <laughs> that was like my trauma response like, <laughs> this will get me this will get me some friends um and then entered year seven and didn't i got laughed at 
the day after I got the fringe cut by my family and I was like this is the worst thing I've ever done um so yeah uh what else happened during school yeah I got braces mean (laughs) of your family like (laughs) they literally I just I mean it was like a group effort to just tear down the you know new punam that was trying to release her wings but you know what I think it was a good thing because it was not it wasn't beneficial for anyone for for me to have a fringe just no one liked it I didn't know how to look after it and then it was what horrible kind on of the fringe eyes was it like, it was, was like, it like a, a block, block fringe it was a block fringe oh, I... they, that gives you such bad <laughs> acne fucking hell I know and it was so it was so sh- I'm, my hair was in such good quality but it was so I I felt like it, I even know like what it was meant to look like but it just felt like such a um what was it like an ex- external thing that was added to my face like it just did not feel natural at all you know what I mean? anyway um your, out of curiosity did your did your parents pay for this was your mom there when this was done my mom was there, my mom was there and, and she i don't know to laugh at you after <laughs> i know i actually don't i remember walking out and it was like my first salon haircut as well oh my and god i was like walking down the street next to my mom and i was like bouncing along like feel i remember feeling like the shit like the i bees felt knees. i literally felt like the bee's knees and she was like don't get so big-headed and i was like oh no <laughs> she's like wait till you look at the mirror you ugly bitch <laughs> Better to drop kick her own child and shit. Humble yourself, please. Um, but we did a photo shoot with me with Banks. Um, it was like that Stop year or something. And it was, it was, it wasn't just me. It was like my sibling, like it was like oh my, my brother and everything as well. But um, I was wearing I like in your house. Yeah, it's oh the one God, in my yes. house. Why does every yes. Asian family have those? Oh, it was. It was like there was one where I was like against a textured backdrop and I had to like put my hand on the wall and like look the other way. It's so dramatic. I don't. So, yeah, my, my fringe has been immortalized. Um, God, that was such a it was so humbling. It was it was such character. You know, you kind of need those moments where you just especially at that age where at least you'll you'll not be permanently. I I say not be permanently scarred, but I think. I think it's less left some uh, deep wounds. Um, <laughs> so, yes, fringe braces. I didn't get Facebook until to year nine. I remember it. I remember it was like a moment when you finally got Facebook. Yeah, it was like Were it you just not allowed it. I was not allowed it. Yeah, I didn't have like all the latest gadgets and stuff like that. You but I think a lot of like us didn't. No, I had Emerson. So, yeah, I I remember. <laughs> yeah, Emerson was so nice. Uh, and then Facebook. Yeah, Facebook happened. But then I realized. Oh, I realized. Um, I think a month ago that I, I don't know what had happened, but I think I had a fake Facebook account so that I could talk oh to God, people you had a or something. Fin-ta? Because I mean, what a Facebook. I on did. Facebook. I li- literally because I. I think it was when we oh, was it us or maybe it was like a quiz that a pandemic quiz um I was looking through my Facebook posts for like really old um like archived wall statuses and um the first thing that I saw when I got Facebook 
I had written to someone oh like don't use that account anymore like this is me now and I was like oh my god like did I actually like does someone give me their login details and I got to you anyway I was a badass I'd never do that now so. <laughs> is it a badass with your fake <laughs> Facebook rather than getting a Facebook <laughs> I can't <laughs> Oh, this is what so happens good. when you go to grammar school like uh, the littlest thing feels like you're like pushing the boundaries but in reality we were just like the proper so like straight laced <laughs> like, yeah. yeah I think that that literally I was such a such a good kid during school like nothing I got traumatized when we ended up mixing in the sixth form block like that was the kind of level of like oh my god I I just need to be like sensible all the time um but I was I was pretty good during school as a prefect I remember <laughs> my god in uh, my head you were like well I was house captain oh my <laughs> god you're literally in my head you are Percy Weasley from Harry Potter <laughs> out of the way I am a prefect I'm head boy like that's literally you in my head like I can't even right now I love that I I was I had more I was one I'm sure I was one of the few oh. people in our friendship group that wasn't ever a prefect. Oh my god, you're Harry. <laughs> I'm okay without being Harry Potter, but yeah. You had um you had a lot of um God, your engineering stuff and your EK society. I remember that being this isn't about me. Um this was is that not during my no okay fine <laughs> fine 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 um so we, what was that high uh, school Poonam, or internet... what's the next one so that Uni was one. Uh... So, so that was a summary of your kind of school life how would you sum up the mm. next formative phase which i'd say was like uni maybe a bit of sixth form too i feel like you like start to flourish really in sixth form yeah it's when she cut her hair it's man i had it was when I cut my hair. I had the longest. I did not realize at the time uh, how long my hair was. Um, but at the summer of year eleven, I was like, "I'm done with this. I just need to like get rid of it right now." I just couldn't style it. I didn't like it, and I hated how I tied it up. So I was like, "Fuck it! I'm gonna get a bob, uh, and I went super duper short." Um, and that was when. I seemed to I want to say I was cocooning at that point like all through um <laughs> all through like uh secondary school I was uh, a little caterpillar you know I was just chomping along having my minor dramas or you know Facebook fraud and then I cut <laughs> my hair fraud. <laughs> and then I was cocooning and like learning and growing the confidence boost I got in sixth form was chef's kiss. It was just so good. It and I was like a new you, like a completely it new was. you. It was. I remember the suit I wore that day, like the day I walked in and everyone was like, is that Poonam? And I was like, yeah. You wore a me. suit? You had to wear suits. Yeah, we all had to wear suits. Yeah. Oh, you, your suit sounds horrible. It was, it was, it was... I, I had a great time. I can't lie. <laughs> it depended on your situation but they they could have made your life hell but I think we were quite lucky that 
I, I mean, I didn't have a hellish time. Yeah, we had fairly trouble-free experiences. I know it, mm. that wasn't the same for everyone, but like, I, I don't have bad things to say. Yeah, school was quite drama-free. I, I think I quite liked that actually. Like, just staying out of drama, keeping it light-hearted, and you know, not caring too much. And there's so sixth form. I was a house captain and. I was doing a load of stuff. I was very worried that I wasn't going to get into uni because <laughs> well, it turns out my grades did not <laughs> guarantee me a uni place. But um, I ended up accepting an unlimited offer at UOB anyway. So um, I kind of was like, I just got to guarantee that I can get into some kind of university. Unlimited? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, unconditional. unconditional. There we go. <laughs> unconditional. So what the hell is an unlimited <laughs> offer? It's all limits, honey. You can come back. You can go. You can come back again. <laughs> Goddamn. The price is infinity. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So, yeah, sixth form was um, understanding more social dynamics. I felt like I had lots of friends in sixth form, which I really liked. I don't know. I feel like everyone was like, you're doing too much, but also I appreciate <laughs> that you're doing this work so you social butterfly because you had you had like our old kind of friendship group that you were still close to mm. like I think both of us had kind of moved on a little bit from it but you still had mm. those people and you had your like new form people and I was like she's out here look at her yeah I <laughs> I felt like I had no friends it was so funny um I remember feeling like I was losing my best friend and I think at that point I was just like every day was so much that I just had to not focus on I don't think I focused on uh like who I was friends with too much as long as it was all good vibes because it was so manic like there was too much to do and there was too much like I was in I was in house captain mode like all the time because I felt like I, I was carrying <laughs> you know when you just you were carrying your house like, you know when you just like I'm really just confused the team. by this like what the fuck are you on about like house so legit is I, this fucking Harry Potter I like I'm describing people that way we did have a house system in schools <laughs> and there was what a lot of house pride fuck? like we, we had house events every year they were very oh competitive God. it was good fun though what was your like, house it was, called I was in Meriden the red house they were like the house that everyone liked but knew would never win they were like the pity yeah, house we... <laughs> god you fucking Hufflepuffs yeah, we we um we weren't as bad. I I don't want to I don't want to trigger anyone that's listening. I do love Warwick, but I feel like Warwick was like on the same level of us in terms of like badness. But we oh, is were Warwick more a like, house? I think yeah, I think Warwick yeah. did a bit better than you guys. Yeah, they definitely did. You know what happened when we left? The houses that were the worst, so like the bottom three houses. Um, we actually ended up coming up on top and I feel like that was the groundwork that our year put in because <laughs> the way it works right the way it works is that you you go from year 11 you get signed into like prefect positions if that's what you're going for and then you move into year 12 and year when you're in year 12 year 13 clock out so the prefects from that year they're not really doing anything anymore so everything is on your year 
but you're running off the success that year 13 put in place for you so when you go like when you get like into year 13 and you're leaving the legacy you leave behind actually makes a difference in the houses I am so invested in the houses I love that you know that Meriden did better after you left like you were that invested to know how they did after this all sounds so sad I was in one of the three better houses so we just got used to winning we won a lot it was great me you had to be there like it was just it was oh it was great winning, you, you, had loved house it. You, you had house yeah. festival at the end of every year where every house had to prepare a song and dance oh and you God, would... that was the worst thing i <laughs> ever tried to organize my house used to win all the time so it was great for us i was a <laughs> i was a thought i still have a thought so i'm just like i'll be there like let drop now that's her wine like oh, i would so you my house won one year when we had to do i think it was musicals and we did summer nights from greece and we nice. got asked to perform it in front of the whole school by the head teacher because our year oh one we were told to tone down the dance because it was too risky <laughs> it's so jokes oh my God, we hard. always meriden were always so disappointed in our songs we just we would look at it and we're like we're screwed for like automatically but um <laughs> do you want to know what memory sticks in my head from that time yeah. we had um house festival was when um it was like the major thing that the year 12s planned and um you had uh, all the six formers well all the year 12s would dress up uh like matching the theme that was given for that year and we had disney i think we had disney and um that was the overall theme. So I dressed up as a chimney sweep from Mary Poppins, which was a great costume, by the way. Oh, it, um, no, it, wasn't, it wasn't Disney. It was musicals, I think. Oh, was that was that? Li- oh, okay. So then that would explain Chitty Chitty Bang Bang <laughs> and all of that. Because weren't you the child? <laughs> Wait, were you the child snatcher? I was. I was yeah. yeah. I, it was like 20, 20 odd degrees, and I came in like a woolen black coat. <laughs> black shirt black jeans boots and a hat that's how i dress all the time so good yeah but, like, mia you were sweating right in. <laughs> it was so hot um but i remember meriden um so each house gets assigned like an activity that they have to plan and execute on the day um and ours was the house quiz which was so it was so like chaotic. There was so much cheating going on. We were basically rigging the system for <laughs> Meriden. But at that point, we were like, it doesn't even, that nothing matters. But the one thing I remember, and I don't know why I was doing this, and this probably sums up who I was in sixth, uh, sixth form. I was just dancing like to all the, like we had like musical snippets that would come through like in one of the rounds. And I was just standing in the middle of the, you know, the new canteen they, they um built do you remember yeah that? yeah totally we're getting very yeah, yeah. into like the details so, of school now that's where we were but i was just in the middle of that dancing someone asked me i think they were a year like 10 or something and they were like what are you doing and i was like i'm just having fun like and i was just on my own just busting the moon just to like, help um, set, just to help paint the picture mia we were 17 at this point oh my god <laughs> listen if no mm-mm. Our school we is so ghetto. You up. can't even ask older people that. You'd get bopped in the face real <laughs> motherfucking quick. <laughs> what do you know what I mean? Like, what? Oh, I was so dorky. So yeah. 
Okay, right. <laughs> anyway, thanks. Let's move on to um, maybe university. Yes, university. Um, what happened at university? So first year I lived out. I did a biochemistry degree. I it was three years. Oh, up. Um, what else happened? First year was crap in terms of. I the overwhelming feeling was like this is the worst social situation ever I made some good friends but I had so much anxiety that year I remember feeling very like um god what's the definition of ostracized do you guys know like feeling like an outsider I felt very ostracized by my flat um and it was partly my fault as well that that happened your flat your first year flat they were really cool but I think there was a really weird tension at some point where I was just getting on with my own stuff and then they sort of we sort of grew apart but we were living in the same place so I just was like why aren't why doesn't anyone speak to me and then but the block the block was really really nice like we're all tight like um I still speak to uh, some of the people in the block they were really cool and I kept in touch with like all of those guys throughout the uni years what else happened first year I was like yeah I'm gonna get involved with everything and then I like dropped everything because societies are hard yeah and you're just there like I'm here to make friends but also everyone knows each other and why why do they know each other and why don't I know anyone so that was my first year I have a but question then, um, did you join Hindu sock I did. I did. I joined Hindu Sock and I went to a Bangra Society um, <laughs> taster and it was packed full. I could not. I knew at that moment that I would have to be that I was. So during school, um, I didn't have many like South Asian friends. It was just not a thing that really happened for me. Um, granted it wasn't very 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 diverse in the like main years of secondary school and then sixth form came yeah not gonna lie your school your school sounds white as fuck it was really diverse like it's so diverse that like it it feels like you're the you two were the only ethnic people and you became friends oh my god no (laughs) really no 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 no. it It wasn't like that it was very very diverse yeah, and it became like super diverse in sixth form. Um, the when point the I'm trying to head. make, yeah. <laughs> um, when I went to uni, I was like, "Oh, I'm, this is where I'm going to make all my Asian friends," um, and that didn't happen because I walked into those like societies and Hindu sock. You know, they got me to like lead the arty once, and <laughs> I was with someone else, and I was like, I. <laughs> Did you have that massive thing with all the diva on it and yeah. stuff? Oh my god, that's so heavy and it's on fire. Yeah, that's literally there were just two girls. Um, like I, they were so, such sweet girls. There's like loads of med school um people that, of course, <laughs> of course, um, half of them were called Patel. And, yeah, we were so nervous. We um halfway through, I thought it was the end because they'd finished like the first um arty song and then they were going into that last segment where like it's just there's no music but they're like doing the uh, prayer and stuff um and in the silence i was like oh that, like that god that's over <laughs> it was so loud you say that out loud <laughs> yeah i said that out loud and then 
And then they carried on and I was so red at the end. I could not. So I didn't make any Asian friends. <laughs> Hannah was just like, you're tra- you're standing there. You've got this massive diva thing in your hand and it's like you're swaying it in circles and shit. And it's just like the arati, like, uh, I forgot how, f- it depends what arati you're doing, doesn't it? So like uh, that end. It was like the, su- it was South Asian kind of one, but was I mean the like South a... Indian version. Oh, okay. I was gonna be is it something to do with like yeah. Durgama or like Swaraswati or something? And it's just like, yeah, it's a bop. I think I don't know. Yeah, it was definitely I really I was like, like this isn't the Hinduism <laughs> I know. I really like Arati. <laughs> like it's one of my favorite things of Hinduism. Like Arati is just sounds so beautiful mm. and in general and the, so the I would just call them songs, but hymns? Are they hymns? <laughs> yeah, him budget. Yeah, budget is a right. him in it. Yeah, Whatever, it's a him in it. And um, yeah, oh, look, I can't. I can just imagine you just being like, you you're flicking, your well. wrist is hurt, and you're like, oh, thank fuck, that's over. And it's just like, and they're just there, like, gumpati, whatever. I mean, like, I what can't. the hell? It was bad. But Hindi sock did, um, was it Indian sock that did like the end of year, like, festival i don't know the big like ball thing that everyone does at the end of the year um i went to that once i think or twice once and um i went with pankti and another friend and that was quite cute but i was so anxious around may a room full of give me a room full of indians and i am anxious as hell and i don't know what it is because we're they asian just feel, they just feel very like <laughs> they just feel like they don't like you and i'm like i can't i don't know i'm not like you guys so uh, listen now nah, anyway, put me was... in a room full of indians i'm there like i'm a sweat honey i'm a sweat and i'm deathly as fuck <laughs> like i'm i'm fresh as yeah. shit right and it's just like put me in a room full of indians i'm gonna be like stuck to the wall edging out like closer towards mm. the exit it's because it was all like yeah. Fuck out of here. yeah it's just it's, it feels very it feels like everyone's like in a relationship as yeah. well like with each other in the Fucking I'm weird like, oh, <laughs> so you guys. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here is this like matchmaking <laughs> it's um, just a sly so... matchmaking service it's like come in listen to <laughs> well, our artists sign up to our um, Rishwa board <laughs> literally literally because all the girls come in they look so like pretty and they're like their hair's done and i'm like what is and then all the guys are like in their corte and shit like yeah i'm like i didn't even go to university but i know so much through my friends because my friend was like the head of the jain society and like that was incorporated (laughs) into the um the hindu society and listen it literally looks like a matchmaking service because everyone comes Mm. fecking glam and let me tell you i've been to the mandar several several times numerous times more than several i don't know bare times in my life yeah nice and (laughs) <laughs> everyone looks like shit everyone looks a bit raggedy even the pundit that looks a bit raggedy in his like little like yeah. robe is disheveled just from the literally flat, like, and you're just like <laughs> what, who are you trying to impress evidently a boy here you're trying to like well, how do you suss out the cast mm. like ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh my god you really hit it on the head yeah so that was a whole thing I forgot that happened actually that was yeah, I made a lot of friends in first year. That was nice, like just meeting a load of people and then settling into um, like who you knew 
you trusted i think that was the main thing it was like who do i trust to tell things to and who is just like an acquaintance that you say hi to because everyone's an acquaintance at some point and then you eventually like suss out who's um like decent so i made some good friends and then second year um second year was my so i was in a cocoon and now i'm like butterfly oh God, i was like free. emerging from my you cocoon from yeah i broke free um it was so it was so nice i joined a society committee i was a social media secretary and um I just was so I was wild. I just went out all the time. <laughs> I'm second so year. jealous because you were out all the damn time. I was informal <laughs> with one club. You were out like <laughs> you were out like several times a week. Fucking Cornwall. I was. Yeah, she was. A, <laughs> she, you had to see that. Like, <laughs> you yeah, had no. To see, <laughs> you know. <laughs> We um we I think Biosoc really um <laughs> it really populated my social calendar because I was like I was going ham for them because I was like I'm gonna show out I'm just gonna like this is I don't have any real responsibility except getting other people to have a good time so our pictures look good so that was my only thing and then I just drank I drank a lot actually um and my hair was long I remember my hair was getting longer um which I don't know why that's significant, but I feel like the way I looked that year was, oh my God, guys, I was a gymnast that year. Oh my gosh, the, the gymnastics. I was a gymnastics. Um, I was a gymnast that year. I just felt very strong and good and like thriving. I was getting out and about and doing whatever I wanted. And I, I also felt like, my studies weren't like I was never an A student like I was never like super super smart naturally I always had to put in loads of work to get any kind of grade but I felt like it was more important that I enjoyed myself than just like sweating down but when it was stressful like we all sweated like hard but um yeah second year was good and then what else happened um that summer god this is a whirlwind tour of my life that summer I was a cleaner which was fun it was actually disgusting we um yeah yeah because I remember first year summer I was so bored it was the longest summer of my life so this year this year I was like I've got to get a job like ASAP um and the uni jobs were really good because they paid quite decently um so I was an accommodation cleaner for the full <laughs> how many weeks it was. Do you um, remember the night out we went on with your cleaning people? What? <laughs> night out with the cleaners and that, yeah? Oh, no, we didn't. Did yes, we actually? I don't remember. Where, where we did we go? With the... We preed with your friends and then we went to their house, that the people you cleaned with. And it was a very awkward mm. night. We went to prison. Oh no! I don't remember. I remember, but I remember we separated from them fairly early on. I think they went to the pop room. We didn't. We didn't want to. Was was it two blonde girls? I don't remember what they looked like. I just remember it being (laughs) awkward. I don't know what they look like. God, I don't. 
I don't understand because I feel like I never really I remember going I was in their house once and I got told that I was um like liked by the guys on the team and I was like what um because all I'd been doing that summer was like knee like elbow deep in bleach and like someone else's shower grind and we were wearing like these black t-shirts and like we had to steam the showers so the whole day we were just like sweating and like drenched so I was like this is a surprise to me I had a really really bad crush that summer it was like Mm -hmm. the guy was so why didn't you move to him who was this (laughs) (laughs) he was um he was like over six foot Um, it was definitely your cleaning people that we went out with God, it, what? I wish I remember this. Not you and Miles. Remember? Oh my God! Is Wait, Miles. Uh, one of Pam's oh. friends from uni. Because we pre, and I remember I, we, had a, oh. we had a great prees because we had great oh. music. <laughs> I don't remember going we out. Like I remember we us blacked out. That's what happened. <laughs> she probably did. Us doing pre's together. Like I always remember. Yeah, that was that was before then. No. That was that was <laughs> that was the prequel. Wait, was it? Was the it sequel? when you when you say we went <laughs> when you say we went to their house? Did we go to a house? No, party? it was just with the people we were going out with. It wasn't a party. But we oh, we pre'd more shit. there. God, I would have made it into a party. I regret, like, I feel bad that it was awkward because, like, I feel like, you know, us now, I would never allow that to happen. So, like, why did we, we do that? We separated from them um, in the club. It was okay. <laughs> Babbage! Um, and I also, that summer, I also started dating a guy that I met in the club. Stacey I was a wing woman that night. <laughs> Well, it evidently didn't work out because the at the moment. I had to sacrifice <laughs> keeping his friend entertained. I just always end up fucking the friend anyway, though. Not I'm like, should we go? The friend was like group with them. Yes, yes, because I remember the friend texting and trying to convince me that he was like a sound guy, and I was like, I don't. What is going on here? But um, I ended up. I, I think I went on like one. Yeah, that was a whirlwind. That was a whirlwind summer, though. That was, there was a lot going on that I love summer. Summer flings. It's so oh. good. It was nice to be out and about, like with other people during the summer, as opposed to like stuck at home and not oh, doing anything. Now, um, <laughs> you know, like now, like my whole life. Um, yeah. So that was that was a fun summer. Actually, second year was really fun because like Stace sort of like was more like getting integrated into like my life at uni as well so oh, i was like i have she all was my becoming friends a now potty bitch too. she was like yeah <laughs> no i wasn't i left we have to stop it and move back home i just went on nights out <laughs> don't lie to me we you told me you were lit. trying to fuck the best friend that she was a wing woman in food I, oh god no, no i was having did. to talk to him whilst they mm. went and had their moment i know i know what a lip service is honey I used to charge fifty pounds oh. for it. <laughs> oh my god, no! The smoking no, really, in really the smoking room like in prison. Sadly, no, it was, sadly it was not. Not good. Why did I do that? I, I don't know why I continued to see that guy. That was weird. 
and he was younger yeah, it was weird it. it was weird he was yes in the, where did you find no, him prison, no the he's not he's not the only one prison <laughs> it was the wait is prism <laughs> what used to be rococo no prism used to be gay crusher Oh my God. Broad Street. <laughs> that's so trashy. Oh, I'm thinking, oh I'm my God, thinking that's of Mooch. Oh, uh, no. I, I think I'm a bit too That oh, is no. full of Indians, bruv. Oh, God damn. Bitch, it's grimy. Oh, it really is. oh my goodness. Oh, I couldn't. Oh, no. Go to prison, I remember my first night out. No, yeah, I mean, to be fair, do I have a standard? No, not, apparently not. So um, my first night, night out was Mooch and it was it was a learning experience. I was so, so naive. So, I was like a little baby. I was basically 12 when I went in there. Same. Was that was like, it, Mooch was the first ever like, club in Birmingham that I <laughs> that I went to because previously I'd only been out in Coventry and like it was the, it was an interesting time why is it like the safe space for young Indian girls it's not like, even a safe space there's some predatorish men in there it's not it's not safe I had a man put his hand up my dress and let me tell you this is before I had mm. surgery I was like you're in for a motherfucking surprise you better get your <laughs> hand out of there <laughs> so funny oh my gosh um so where are we second year third year third year was hell third year was bad i lost all of my hair from stress so we um (laughs) just to head. no i i didn't (laughs) didn't shave (laughs) my head why it's a genuine question i was curious so we we spoke to some of your friends from university and oh no (laughs) I got some things to <laughs> reference that happened. I've been told oh, that no. around March time in your final year, there was a period where you stayed up for a couple of days. Just no sleep. Fuck, yeah. That was the worst. So oh my happened? god. Like that is so that is the only thing I remember about third year, like was basically that week. <laughs> Just that um, one week. Because the rest of it was it was so traumatic. Like that's burned into me and I can't remember anything else. So we had to hand in, I think yeah, this is the only thing that it could be. Um it's dissertation week um for everyone and also the week of the Biosoc Ball. And I was president of the Biosoc Society. Brab, brab. and we hold on what's the society <laughs> it called? was like... bio sock yeah biological science <laughs> biological science okay. society i was confused continue yeah get it right the mc um, so yeah that's the that was <laughs> look at this nerd trying to come for it was me. like a sit down <laughs> um the, it was like a the perfect storm for like it's like total meltdown <laughs> and that's basically what happened so um i had done my i had worked on my dissertation before that week i hadn't left it like all to the last minute <laughs> but i left enough of it to the last minute that i actually couldn't um so we got into the library at seven after the final biosoc meeting before the ball which was the next day um and our deadline for the dissertation was at like 11 on that next day as well so it's like 11 a.m hand your dissertation in 7 p.m 
be ready to like open the doors to the ball. Uh, so 7 p.m. the day before, <laughs> me and Eleanor. <laughs> I, I'm assuming it came from her because uh, it was only her or Helen. Yeah, it would have been. Um, we went straight to the library. Uh, we just heard from a friend who hadn't started writing his oh dissertation yet. And we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> so we just we went to Costa. We got our coffee. We went straight to the library. I don't remember saying much because... <laughs> All I kept thinking was like, I can't even waste a single minute because this thing isn't done yet. So, and I think we say to this day that we don't know how it happened, but we sat down, we worked until like, I think it was like 5 a.m. Um, overnight in the library, didn't stop a single time. Um, we didn't even like really talk that much. We didn't really look around. Didn't know what time it was. It was daylight when I left. And at that point, I was like, whatever I've just written down has to go because I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I should have. I should have gone to sleep and proofread it before I handed it in. But I, I'm an idiot. So I just I left it. And whatever my caffeine sleep deprived mind produced, I handed in. And I got an appropriate score for that. So, yeah, it was like 5 a.m., got a taxi back home. Uh, the taxi man was like, what have you been doing? And I was like, I was I was just working. And he's like, I've taken people to the club and back in the time that you've been working in the library. So it was pretty sad. Was it the and then same taxi man? I was... Oh, no, no. He was just, I was like telling him what I'd done, and he was like, Wow, people have had a whole night out in that time. You're just there unloading so yourself sad. to a fucking taxi man. Oh, I know. Yeah, it was bad. And then, um, went home, and it was like basically morning for my mom. So she was waking up, I was coming in, and at that point, I was like, There's no point in me sleeping because I need to go back and hand this in. So I might as well just like stay up and watch morning TV um, and then stay up and then go back, come back home, sleep and then like go do the rest of the day. Um, so I sent Eleanor a selfie. <laughs> I think I sent the biochemistry group chat a selfie and I had like two strands of hair on my head. It was so bad. <laughs> like it was like two bits of hair, like loads just no hair at the back because I was just greasy my hair was like all gone and my face was like the face of someone who had seen things that she didn't want to see like I just couldn't so I I just I didn't know have been sent a picture <laughs> and God, it's definitely that picture to you for you, for you to explain mm. <laughs> I don't know if that's it. the picture yeah, I, I need I need to know if this is contextually the the, the thing that because I saw this and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> is that the picture? It's the picture. <laughs> I hate this picture so much. Eleanor showed it to someone when I. It's, I'll tell you guys after because it's so. Uh. It's like the one thing she introduces me like oh with God. when she meets new people. <laughs> And I'm like, why are you bringing this picture out? This you picture, it just you sums it up. I look looks fucking so high. Guys, when I tell you, I did not know what reality was at that point because I was so 
gone from I didn't I was functioning on like not even fumes I was functioning you like on a bubble head yeah I was like the only way f- the only way I can get through this now is just by letting time keep going because I can't <laughs> I can't do anything right now um oh it's that, like the half attempt to like smize Smile. slightly yeah but it's just pins. It's just like it's like you're trying to smile, oh. but it's not working, and there's just pain <laughs> behind your eyes. And I'm just like, oh, hundred percent pain, zero percent like satisfaction. It's so yeah. like that acne that I'm pale. Like I don't. I look like I haven't been outside for about you a look month. Anemic and you have a vitamin D three of I deficiency. do look anemic. <laughs> My hair's so greasy that it's like all clumped up at the top and then at the bottom it's like there's nothing there and and it's daylight. It's this is the morning. I've not slept for like <laughs> 24 hours at that point. <laughs> and then all I could think was like I've got to be going to a ball and like socializing tonight and I don't even know how I have like any kind of um energy for that. So long story short Luckily, I booked in. Um, I booked to go to a makeup artist in like John Lewis or something to like so that I didn't have to worry about that. I think I got three hours of sleep and then I had to get ready. And then we went to the ball and I was like super stressed. I was like beyond stressed out. I had to have an in like someone intervened, like took me to the side and was like, you need to chill the fuck out. And I was like, I just can't. I don't know what to do. <laughs> um just can't take and then, it anymore. And you it was so bad. And they um they surprised me in front of everyone with like flowers and I was gonna like talk and I started crying. <laughs> I like cried my makeup no. into into a mic in front of all these people who were like, "What the fuck is she doing?" Like there were so many blank faces, and I was like, "I've done the worst." You were just the, you were just the proper breaking point. Yeah, you're like, "I'm oh, tired. I'm was... stressed. My hair, <laughs> my face." And we got so drunk. Like we got so drunk that night. Um. There was so much like drama that was going on with the ball, but um, we ended up going to the after party, and then as soon as we got there, we were like, "This is a bad idea." Um, so we left promptly after. But I was, I I was defeated. I never want to do that week again. That week is like burned, burned into my brain. Like it's so. Before bad. we before we move on from your uni times, I've been given a few more stories that that would be good to prompt out of you from that time in your life. Uh, there was an incident <laughs> once where you went swimming, and you pulled swimming. a Janet Jackson. <gasps> that was not. That was recent history. Oh, this is recent. <laughs> Even better. Oh, oh my god, god. that was like. January. <laughs> that was like December. <laughs> oh that's me thinking goodness. it was when you were no. like uni time. No? Oh my god. No, that was like I was 23 years old when that happened. <laughs> oh my goodness. Because basically, yeah, like I, so I'm, I'm, I've got swimming membership and I only got to use it like three times. And on the last time that I got to go, um, they make you like, they don't, they officially say that you're not meant to use like, um the changing rooms but um so you're meant to like get 
sort of changed or get ready like on the side of the swimming pool so when I got out I was like okay I'm gonna attempt to like try and put my t-shirt on um so I can like maneuver a little bit easier got the t-shirt on tried to swap my bottoms out under a towel and I basically pulled my t-shirt up too high to get my swimming costume down and I felt like bare air on my breast and I was like this is so and there was so I was fully exposed to the entirety of the swimming pool like just men everywhere like I'm pretty sure the guy in the little reception box saw it and we made our contact and I was like I don't know what to do and then after that I was like I have no idea how to proceed from here like just I just carry on I need just to go I just need to go get it like get changed somewhere private because I actually can't do this um I just couldn't I couldn't get the clothes off except I could get my boob out um and then the, there was a lifeguard that was like he had given me tips on my backstroke when I was in the pool and he came round just after I exposed myself and he was like oh so like those tips like they were really good and I was just like all I was thinking was like he just, just saw my titty I'm just, he just saw my basically, titty basically you probably glanced my nipples so glad that we could do this um that was too recent that's so embarrassing oh, yeah. they can't take me out year, i thought it was further back i also got told that you uh mm-hmm. you ghosted someone in first year the, the one and only the one and only time <gasps> oh no <laughs> wait which one, which one? Which one was this? i got told it was only one and only first year oh i definitely squad? had an i had an awful night out once and i made a guy cry <laughs> i didn't make him cry but he had like really watery eyes made uh, him cry. i don't know if it's this guy i so there's a night out called um fab and it's like the student union night out um i was talking to this guy for like ages it felt like ages it was probably a week um we met i didn't even meet him properly we god this is such a i went to a priest with um a friend and like some friends of i met like we met a load of people there and i met this one person and i was like super friendly i wasn't too bothered anyway so like we just said hi and bye i saw him in fab and i was like oh hi like recognize you blah 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 um and we swapped contacts because i know that was like the thing to do like facebook and stuff like that grow your network hashtag hustle um and we he ended up mess we ended up messaging and uh, he invited me to a thing it was someone else's birthday pre's and then fab and then i was like well i have nothing else to do so i went to this pre's on my own and i didn't oh. know anyone and it was just him and it was like the priests were fun and i was just like social i you know what i was brave i just don't think i could do that now um we went to fab and everyone was like egging him on and i was like this is so gross like this i don't i don't yeah. like this and yeah i was like i don't i just don't like that all his friends are in on it and stuff like that and i was like this is kind of like super grim and then he was like trying to dance with me and I was like I don't want to do this and like I was like I don't want to kiss you sauce um did you say that to him and then I was really I I said to him that I didn't want to do that and he was like 
a bit taken aback and then I was really apologetic and I felt like I defended him and then I was really like sad about it but also and this is the thing that gets me to this day I didn't leave <laughs> I just didn't leave I could have like left and walked home I was close enough I knew where I was gonna go I don't know why I didn't feel like I could leave so I just stuck around <laughs> him and his friends and he was like not happy like there was no joy um and then I left and I was like, oh, and I just kept apologizing. You know, we just rub salt into a wound. It was bad. And he just looked really like forlorn. And <laughs> you just, just ruined his such life. a terrible experience. So I did. I kept talking about it after because I was like, I really ruined this boy's life. Um, he probably will I, never have know. the same confidence to like chat to a girl ever <laughs> because you fucked him up. I just I just remember being like if I was him I'd be like why did she even bother coming here like what was her deal why is she still here yeah I had lots of questions about that evening were so you in the intoxicated yeah a little bit a little bit not enough hmm. so I feel like yeah. you know what I said we were going to cover your adult life I feel like we've done that like a, over the course of the the series you know we, we've dived into a lot of yeah we really have so I think I'm I'm ready to hand over to Mia oh my god this is so exciting okay you ready you ready for me so <laughs> what we're doing is we're doing a quick fire round right and there's, oh. there's like 15 things here. I added more since I showed it to Stacey. And, and so basically, I'm going to say something and you're going to tell me the first thing that comes to your head. Like really quick. You can't you can't be slow, okay? Oh are, you, are you ready? <laughs> What's your favourite colour? Teal. That was the slowest answer in the world. It's not. It's not well, It's a Freudian slip. It's teal it's now. Um, Trey Songs or Jason Derulo? Oh my god, favorite movies. Fa Mr. Fan Fantastic, Mr. Chance. Fox. London or Birmingham? Birmingham. If you could save one endangered species, which would it be? For some reason, tortoise. Love that. <laughs> socks know. in bed or no socks in bed? No socks, gosh. I, I disagree. No socks. Opera or musical theatre? Mm. Samsung theater. or iPhone? Cher or Madonna? Sure, okay. sure. Snog, Mary, Kill, Dev Patel, Timothy Chalamet, and Noah Centinelio. Kill Noah, Mary, Dev, oh. and um, Snog. What color would you dye your hair right now? Pink, hot pink. That. Who was your first crush? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I think it's someone. Like, let me think about this. Um, if it's people at school, I can predict this one. Wait, this is quick fire. I need to not interject. Quick fire! Come on, who was your first? No, if I, who was your first I celebrity mean, crush? I change a... it. Celebrity crush. Um, who was your first celebrity crush? Celebrity crush. Tom Hardy. Oh, nice. Have you shat yourself as an adult? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> How old were you when you had your first kiss? Oh, too, too old. Uh, I think I was 18. No, that's a lie. I did not kiss someone at 18. Um, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. Wait, what age are we when we go into first year of uni? 18. Oh, so I was 18. Oh, oh, I was 18. My little late bloomer. Now, if you had to sleep <laughs> with one of your friends, who would you choose and why? <laughs> Oh, I know exactly how I'd sleep with. I'd sleep with um. Wait, should I name names? That's that. That would be. 
I sleep with Eleanor because um, she's a hey. and I trust her to, to look. I mean, after she's me. she's also very attractive. <laughs> hey, Eleanor, hey, girl. <laughs> and that's the end of my quick fire questions. I hope the enjoy- I hope the oh. listeners enjoyed that. Even though I fucked up <laughs> Noah Centelio's name, I can never say that motherfucker. Listen, I have it written down. Centelio. I have it written down correctly in front of me because I googled it, but I just still can't pronounce it. I can. I just don't want Such to. Such an easy <laughs> kill. Easy kill. I was. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I, f- I feel like I've outed myself on so many no. things. Like, you like I mean, share? I feel weird. Love that. I don't though. Like, I feel like if I, I don't really like How can her. You not like share. She's between the two. You know what happens with Madonna? I, I always remember that she kissed Drake oh, on that God, stage, that was disgusting. and like yeah, I that remember was that moment, oh. and I was like, oh, like, he's old enough to be <laughs> her child. That freaked me out. I mean, who am I to talk? I fuck old men. I mean, used to, but um, <laughs> I, I find it really interesting that you would um kill noah i would hope to marry noah because what the hell would not kill noah listen listen i feel like noah would give you the fucking the positive affirmations you need in the morning oh no no he would not he would be such a wet wipe i'd be like I just need oh, to you kill not, myself or kill you. Seen a specific clip of his. I barely know anything it, about him other than his tweet. The clip that you, means you would not be saying that, but oh I'm. God, send I'll it to me. I on, yeah no. To be fair, I, I think I'd marry actually marry Timothy Chalamet because I feel like he has more coin. Timothy, which you? Chalamet. Do you think so? I heard that he had chlamydia and he spread it around. Yeah, I love that. Something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> I probably um, gave it to him. <laughs> I probably uh, got it from my man Dev. <laughs> Dev is like the easiest marry ever. Like I, I have a massive he's crush on him. He's like so. He's yeah. very cute. So cute. <gasps> well, that's oh. well. That was me. That that's all I had. I spent all day curating those questions. <laughs> Good job, Mia. That was great. Good content. <laughs> An insight into Poonam up to now. The story of the story. And of... we'll finish off with Mia's moment. Welcome to Mia's moment. Now, I <laughs> this is a really random Mia's moment. I want to talk about books. And in particular, where where people get their books from. This is a real question I have and um, that I want answered. So I will put it on Instagram at some point. But off the bat, when when you two are buying books, where do you get them from? I don't really read. So like the nearest thing I buy Literate to books bitch. is either notebooks for me to write. I'm a big notebook fan. I like a nice quality notebook. Not why I asked, but um, okay. I like I like a good cookbook. <laughs> okay, I'll take cookbook. Where do you get your cookbooks from? Um, great question. Used to get a lot from the works back in the day because they were cheap. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, Waterstones, I guess, is a go-to. W. H. Smith. Love, Amazon. love. No, not Amazon. Stop I'm it. sorry. I, 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 I hate what they stand for, but I use them a lot. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah. Don't apologize to her. She uses. <gasps> no, I don't. 
Listen, <laughs> remember, I got the free month. And I got was the like, free I'm... month and then forgotten to get rid of it. And then I accidentally brought it for the year and they had to transfer me £80 back. It was a fucking ordeal. Okay. <laughs> Very fucking stressful. <laughs> Good job. I'm glad you got that. Thank money you. Back. I got it back. I mean, as soon as well, the, that day, it was Stacey, you messaged me like, Mia, I think that 49, that's 79 pound bankrupt Jeff Jeff Bozo because he stepped down. Oh, yeah, that was the same day he, he said he was standing down. Yeah. <laughs> so but funny. why are, uh, Poonam, where, where are you getting um, the bookies from? I get my books from, I've actually, well, uh, I try and avoid like big retailers but i used to frequent waterstones which is a big retailer so i used to do that but um the last lot of books i have gotten i got from a place called back to books um which is a birmingham based online bookshop and it's independent and i think they support ind- other independent um bookshops possibly i might have made that up but they're really cool and they have really good um I bought a load of um bloody what did I buy? What did I buy? I bought loads of like interesting like literature about like radical radical writing or like um sort of not anti racism but just like I love the contrast that area. between the two of us. So I'm just like I don't read and I get books from Amazon <laughs> or like I like radical literature from independent bookstores. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah I, what can we say you know i'm That's just trash i'm sorry very different people no, i'm just trash girl you're not I'm trash. Just trash honey <laughs> i'm just performative it's fine <laughs> like we're all, we're all different bits of rubbish you know <laughs> oh yeah so that's me i think i'd recommend you look at their uh bookshop back, back to, to books. books they're really cool yeah. Is it the number two or two? Two. The letters. <laughs> Back to books. Bram <laughs> is googly just told me. Um, yeah. Okay, so what? the reason why I want to talk about this is um, independent bookshops are really important to me. Like, we love a good independent bookstore, right? Like, they're just cool, they're always quirky, and they always have those weird books that you've been trying to look for online, but you can never fucking find it. Live for that shit, right? And mm. one of the sites that I've been using, which is not supporting local bookshops, I guess, but uh, is Book Depository, um, which is, which I always find pretty good. But you know what? Their fucking delivery times are not the one. Okay. Listen, I ordered three books of manga last week and it's still processing. I'm like, give me my fucking books. This is your moment. Give me my manga, you motherfuckers. Okay. I just want to read The Ancient Magus' Bride and just live my life. Okay. You fucking bastards. Um, I'm so sorry. But I also use uh, a site called Blackwells, um, which is usually pretty good for like um like people who study and shit like that um what zones ofs but a bookstore that i was obsessed with when i was younger and it's gotten a lot bigger now so there's a lot more collection on it it's called world of books and world of books is a uh, a used website like it's a used bookstore they're based actually in coventry funnily enough i know where they're like based 
that's like near fucking Brighton in just outside of Cough. But anyway, they do really good books and they used to be really cheap, like three, four pound per book. And it's like used. So it's like giving a book another lease of life type thing. So it's like better for the environment, oh. etc. Again, it's called World of Books. Um, if they want, if World of Books, if you're listening and you want to sponsor us, um, feel free, get in touch. Um, honestly, the pod <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, yeah. So the, what's one great site? But there's also one called bookshop.org, which supports local bookshops. Um, which a, a friend recently told me about it and I just thought, oh, okay. And, you know, from our previous conversation about how we consume content and things like that and, you know, making sure we do our bit, you know, and making sure that we're doing good, we, you know, in regards to the things that we consume, we should also be thinking about how what we're consuming can impact other people. Um, and if you actually like a book, um, try finding the um, publisher. This is I'm just giving top tips right now. I, I'm sorry. Okay. Whoever's this thing and you don't like books, just uh, you can leave. Just, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I won't blame you. Bye. Bye. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really important to like understand like where things are coming from and things like that. So, so it drops some of them tips, you know what I mean? So bookshop.org helps local bookshop, local bookshops. They've like raised almost a million pounds so far in um, it, over lockdown to help like local stores. And I just think we need to be more conscious of like where we're buying things from, you know, like if we understand if I don't want to get political. Okay. But I'm going to do it anyway. Um, <laughs> like if we're looking at like what's happening in the world at the moment with Matt Hancock, is his name Matt Hancock? Is that that bastard's name? Yeah. Matt Handcock. Uh, Handycock. <laughs> fucking dick bitch, <laughs> cunt motherfucker. Um, Oh. don't like him and you know the thing is like what we have to remember is we help fund these large conglomerates we help fund these people who aren't doing good in the world and the best way to get around that is by supporting people who do you know um so if you really like a book try like you know it, you know who the publisher is because it has it wherever you're seeing this book go out go over to the publisher's website they probably have a sale on most publishing sites have sales constantly and like you can buy the book and those proceeds go straight to the author rather than buying the book in bulk from a cheaper like you know from the publisher and then like selling it at a different retail value so you're making more profit going direct to you know a publishing house is a lot better and it helps like fund essentially one of your favorite authors or an author that you're interested in reading um so that's really important um there's a few other websites that i've been told about like abbey books abe books i don't know what the fuck it's called it's called abe books abby abey abe abe books <laughs> oh, fuck it abe. abe abey abubala abukis <laughs> Um, they're meant to be really good for books. So, you know, even if you're like Stacey and you you don't necessarily read a lot of, whether that's fiction or nonfiction or traditional books in quote, quote unquote, you know, um, try and find, like, you know, even if you're just interested in cookbooks or, you know, books that tell you on how to speak Japanese, if that's what you're into, you know, there's so many multitude of ways of going about it. And, 
I know price and cost is not something that we all have the luxury to sort of like not necessarily ignore but I'm gonna like I'm gonna pay 10 pound for a book rather than 7.99 from Amazon because of the fact that I know the money's going to go somewhere better and I am privileged enough to afford that because I work right like I, I earn a decent living and it's like if you are able to do so why not help other people in a way that you're not necessarily it, like I know it's easier right it's easier to just jump on Amazon or just google I don't know the giver of stars and be like oh good great done I'm just gonna buy that it's not as simple as like sometimes you have to look past that and beyond that and you know me I'm all about love and compassion unless you're a Tory mm-hmm. or no take it back unless you're a shit Tory then I don't like you or you know generally conservative if you're a nice conservative I'll like you but um yeah I mean that that that's it for me really I was just <laughs> first of all rant about fucking well just fucking the book depository it's also a good site I'm not gonna lie to you it's just manga from them is like it's sourced from somewhere else so has to be shipped in mm. but you know go to Forbidden Planet guys go to uh, folks oh, I'm so terrible at my own gender neutral terminology <laughs> Blackwell and since then I found Blackwells can get my manga to me within three days fucking pissed right do you know what I mean? So have a little bit of a shop around. Don't just rely on things like Amazon or, you know, larger conglomerates who don't really care about you. And I know I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, authors care about you, but they do care about the people that buy their books. If you enjoy someone, like if someone, if I cook something and someone's enjoying the food that I've made, that makes me happy. And if someone's going to pay me for making that food, that makes me even happier, Right. Especially if, you know, Tesco are buying my produce from me at a cheaper rate, but you're buying it from me from full price, makes me even happier. Because I know you're going to go out of your way to do something that's going to enrich my life, which is going to make me write more books, right? Or make more food, even. And that's the end of my TED Talk on books, which was hella rambly. And (laughs) I don't even feel like I've got a solid point across. Just don't be dicks. I love... No, I learned that you can go straight to a publisher, didn't you? Yeah, just Google the publishing house. Like, you can buy books straight from Penguin, okay? No, that's solid advice. I like that. Good job. Well, I guess that concludes this whirlwind uh, episode of Honesty. You know a lot more about me than maybe a lot of people do that I know so that's uh exciting um hopefully there's none of my parents listening to this episode and uh please don't forward it to them because uh, there's too many details here and yeah so that is the end of this episode and thank you for listening uh see you in two weeks goodbye Bye, bitches. thank you so much for listening If you can't wait for the next podcast, head over to our Instagram, honesty.pod, for exclusive content. Take care, everyone.